And we have these words from John's Gospel. We are hearing the rest of the story in chapter 21. Last week we heard about Jesus and the disciples having breakfast on the beach. And today we are listening into a conversation between Jesus and Peter. And so we are beginning at verse 15. Listen for the word of God. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. And Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. And after this, Jesus said to him, follow me. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God, our rock and redeemer. Amen. A few years ago, I read a book um, that was an autobiography of a young Marine lieutenant who commanded a platoon in Ramadi back in 2005 during the Iraq War. And it was a striking, um, really good read. Um, And it's called Joker Once by uh, a man named Donovan Campbell. And in one chapter, he describes their pre-battle ritual. And he has this to say about it. He said, I believe that if we had a pre-battle ritual, something unique to first platoon that only we performed every time we left the base's confines, then we would more quickly gain a sense of corporate over individual identity. Ideally, I wanted each of my Marines to think of himself first as a member of Joker One and only thereafter as an individual with needs and desires different from that of the team as a whole. For I believe that selfishness was the best way to destroy a unit and to get Marines killed in combat. In my mind, the best way to purge this destructive quality from my men was to replace a focus on the self and its concomitant concern with individual happiness with a focus on the group and an overriding concern with the service and welfare of others. A pre-battle ritual may seem a strange way to try to effect such a profound transformation, but I had already learned the hard way 
that sometimes the smallest things have an unexpectedly large impact. Those who felt uncomfortable praying for their pre-battle, pre-battle ritual involved prayer weren't required to say the words, but they were required to stand or kneel shoulder to shoulder with those who did. Thus, Joker 1 stood together before the mission, and together we steeled ourselves to walk outside the wire and do our jobs come what may. Joker 1's pre-battle ritual was to kneel and say prayer. And they started with the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. And then they ended with words of another psalm about God stealing them for battle. Now what is remarkable to me about this pre-battle ritual is not so much that they prayed before battle, and in fact he says just a few lines after this that he realizes now that the prayer that they prayed kind of turned God into a wish-granting genie and that it wasn't the best use of prayer. What is interesting to me about this is the ritual that pulls these young men together into a corporate identity and they have a common mission that overrides their individual concerns. And you may ask, what does this have to do with tending sheep? Well, let's consider what we have been talking about, and let me see if I can pull us that direction. To be a people defined by resurrection life, to be a people defined by the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth, we need to remember that we are Easter people, even though the world feels like a Lenten world much of the time. We also need to remember that we are a wounded people and that our wounds are transformed into connections with each other, into connections into each other's lives because of the power of Christ's resurrection. We are also a people marked by the resurrection because we are called to offer the hospitality and the grace that Jesus has offered us. And so this, this conversation that follows Breakfast on the Beach, okay, in which Jesus has fixed breakfast, he's invited the disciples into the meal, he is modeling for them what he wants them to do. He is modeling for them and calling them into the same kind of work he does. They are being called into a common life with a common mission. And the ritual is what happens around the table. The ritual is the meal that they share together that binds them together as a people marked by Christ's resurrection. Now, There's some interesting things about the exchange we just heard. Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me? 
And Peter responds each time, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then by the third time, Peter's feelings are hurt, okay? Because he thinks maybe Jesus hadn't hurt him the first time. But remember back in the courtyard after Jesus was arrested, Peter denies Jesus three times. And so it is as if this threefold questioning by Jesus of Peter, it mirrors the denial, but it also transforms Peter, and it means that Peter doesn't remain Peter the denier. (laughs) Because of the power of the resurrected Christ, he becomes a leader in a community which takes on the mission that Jesus gives them, in which they are able to carry on the work that Jesus has done, tending the sheep, feeding the lambs. Because Jesus isn't going to be on the scene much longer. And so for this Jesus movement to continue, they have got to take on the identity and take on the work under this common mission so that the love of God and the grace of Jesus Christ can continue to radiate out from them. And so the question comes to each of us who would be Easter people. Jesus asked, do you love me? And if our answer is yes, then Jesus says, feed my lambs, Tend my sheep. And our answer then is, yes, Lord, we will. Amen.